Screaming deep on the police, yell a genius for sure. They're underfunded already, they're way too busy to work. Order food and call the cops, see what reaches you first. Segregation ended, that's a lie in itself. That was a strategy to make us think they were trying to help. They knew that racism was hot if they designed it to sell. We buy up every single box and divide us ourselves. All right, everybody. It's episode 105, and you are listening to the Totally Corrupt Podcast. Today is January 10th, 2022, and uh, guess what? Uh, we're going down to the Trump rally, January 15th. Uh, we'd like to take one of you with us. We got an extra ticket, so please text the word Trump to 206-399-5063. And if you're not already following us on Spotify, do that. I know a lot of new people are from Getter. Follow us on Getter at Totally Corrupt. And with no further ado, let's call the captain. Here we go. Guess what? <laughs> Captain's already here. Captain is here. Teleported. High tech. Dude. So high tech. What'd you think of that Tom McDonald song? Wait till you hear Snowflakes. He's got a good, another good tune. Yeah. You know, you know, he, um, you can try to cancel everything, but the two hardest things to cancel is comedy and then artists, singers, Music. rappers. Because remember back in the day when we wanted to get a uh, a Tupac or a Biggie CD and it said uh, explicit lyrics and you had to be a certain age to get it? Right. I mean, it's like... Um, it's okay if you want to put that. So explicit lyrics are okay for uh, kids back in like the eighties, nineties. But like uh, now, you're uh, telling a seven, eight year old that are you sure you're a girl? Are you sure you're a boy? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? It's like no. How about I just kind of do my own deal, listen to my own music, and because culture. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. It's, it's what what's very rare about America. You can't go to Italy and become Italian. You can't go to Germany and become a German. You can't go anywhere. Australian become an Australian. But you can come to America. And if you go through a couple little jumping hoops, like we all have to, you can become American, no matter what nationality you are. So when people ask me, what's the culture? What, what's your culture, Diggler? What's your culture, Diggler? What are you? I'm American. Good answer. I think, I think the guy next to me is American, too. And I think if I'm hanging out with Poppy... He's still here in a green card, and he wants to become American. So he's, <laughs> you know, can't understand him, you know. But you know Poppy. Oh, yeah. I love Poppy. Oh, yeah. And Hernandez. Hernandez. Great family. Uh, but that's what you want. You want great people. You want, you want people that you could invite 
over to your house for dinner or, or like drinks or you want to go out and hang out and have drinks with. Those are the people you want to look for. So maybe that's the new thing. Like uh, when you get into this country, you have to go sit down with a couple of uh, people at a bar. Yeah, well, have a have a drink, and uh, if you if you don't know how to have a drink, you get the fuck out. People have got to figure out how to level with with one another. I mean, we're trying. Here's what we're trying to do. I don't mean to segue into something else, but I got to get this get this in before we we have a guest tonight today and tonight I should say big guest. Yeah, our first political guest actually ever, Amber. Yeah, she's more political than Diggs and I, but uh, her name is. Amber Richardson, and she is running for uh, governor in Oregon State. We all know Portland. We all know where Antifa comes from. They like to terrorize. Yeah, that's their home base. Home hey, base. listen, we're just north. We're we're base two up here in Seattle. So we got uh, some city things. of love. Yeah, we got some things to talk about for sure. Uh, she's going to catch us up on what's going on in Oregon. And uh, we're going to play a little game with uh, Amber. and uh, uh, She's we'll, going to win. She'll, she'll, She's going to win. She will win this game. She will win this game. She better win this game. Well, we'll yeah, find out. We'll find out. Um, but here's a game uh, that we're trying to run. Uh, here's, here's, here's what we are trying to do to in, in, expand our influence. I have, a, I have a game. It's a challenge, more or less, but... Uh, Common sense. Yeah, it's, the, it's a $10,000 challenge um, to raise ten grand uh, for a marketing budget for us to expand this show on a much larger national and effective level. Um, we figure, you know, Diggs and I, shit. I thought we were doing this for free. You saying you want to hire a couple of people? No, I'm no. We're putting ten thousand dollars. That ain't gonna hire anybody. We're not hiring anybody. It's going. Oh. It's going. I'm doing all the labor here. All the stuff that you don't see me do all the time. I'm doing this. Listen, ten grand goes into Spotify. That is a fucking large amount of money, and you can target different states. So hey, you know what? If Totally, totally corrupt needs to get in the ears of some people in, let's say, Pennsylvania or Texas or, you know, any place where we could maybe red pill some people. Uh, let's do it. And uh, well, if you're red pilling people, we need a lot more than ten grand. Why don't we go for a hundred? It's just grand? a challenge. Why don't we just sure. go for a hundred grand? I, why, why not? Why not a hundred million? Hey, no, 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 no. Keep it reasonable. Just a hundred grand. Hundred grand. We got a, how many shows do we got? All right. How how many hour long shows? Oh God! Well, this is 105. 105, 104, 104 five hour long shows. Committed, we're committed. Two man, two man show. Got great intros. Got great outros. Got, got great a little, guests. Got a got a got great guests, and we'd like to keep them coming. So put it this way: if you cannot offer us money. That's okay. Offer us talent. Offer us great people to talk to. We'd like to use this as a marketing budget to boost people like Amber Richardson. You know, that's going to make a difference in a in a place like Oregon State. That's like the most liberal-ran state in the you know the entire United States. I mean, it's like top five at least. Lib states. Anyway, listen, I'm going down to Arizona, and I'm going down uh, to see our real president, 
uh, Donald J. Trump uh, in Florence, Arizona. Uh, solo mission. Uh, we've got a ticket up for grabs. Text the word Trump to 206 399 to enter for that contest. And uh, in the news today, we're going to start this off uh, with this. Uh, the Supreme Court has no idea what the fuck, uh, how many kids are in critical condition in this country <laughs> due to COVID. One, one Supreme Court justice. That was from uh, appointed by uh, Obama. San, San, Sonia? Sonia? I forget her name. I forget her full name. Uh, Obama appointed. Yeah, but um, she thinks there's 100,000 kids in uh, hospitals that are diagnosed with COVID, and she thinks majority of them are on uh, ventilators. And it's like, uh, no, they, they actually went to the CDC, and they found out that, that there was 3,500 children and and but the thing is when a kid goes in for a broken leg trying to help her out a little bit when a kid goes in for a broken leg sprained ankle sprained wrist broken whatever goes in there the first thing they do is they give him a covid test and most kids not surprisingly are popping up covid positive because we just went it's over the, some it's COVID a Delta, numbers It's the Delta, Delta variant right now. Delta, you know, Delta is known to be an airline. And you know, you, know what, you know what Delta says? Ride the friendly skies. You <laughs> ride the friendly skies with COVID <laughs> on Delta, and it's a lot better than, fuck. oh, no, we're in Omicron now. Oh, no, we're in Omicron. Delta was the shit. Delta was bad. But Omicron is like. I think I've already gotten it twice and been over it today. I I I just I just I feel like the Phil's Pillsbury Doughboy. I'm just waiting for somebody to poke me in my belly and be like, "Oh, did you get your injection yet?" Like everybody wants to know if I got my injection. You get people asking you about that. Oh, I know people that are about to lose their jobs. You know, over it. There's people that already have lost their jobs over it. I mean, the COVID mandates are so fucking unconstitutional, it's not even funny. Why do you think that two lower courts have already rejected this stuff? It's at the Supreme Court. That's The buck stops there. You know what's funny? I have uh, two months of... Uh, I, I plan this. I have two months of vacation if I want to. Not c- counting unemployment. I could claim unemployment. But as I'm taking... Let's just say I decide to, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna take four weeks off of work. I am. I hang out with my dad, do some shit around the house that he wants to get done, you know. But when are you doing this? February. In February? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm working like eight, nine more days, and I'm done for like a month. Get a little winter vacation. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build something in the closet, or I'm gonna build something. Right, right on. Well, but, uh, let's talk about building something. Let's talk about building relationships with our new friend, um, Amber. She's been waiting in the wings. We're little, is she ready to go? We're running a little late, but yeah, she says she's ready to go. So let's uh, call give, her up. Give her a call. See what's going on. Hello. Hey, Amber. This is Brent. How you doing? Welcome to the Totally Corrupt Podcast. How are you doing? 
I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. We uh we just got rolling here. A uh, little late start, so sorry for calling you a little later, but uh, we are all set for you. I uh, just want to make sure that you can hear us okay. Yeah, I can hear you great. Can you hear me? Perfect, perfect, perfect. Dig, say something. Hello, Amber. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, we just kind of started getting started with um, the basically Biden's COVID mandates being rammed up to the Supreme Court and that they have really no idea what's going on with how many kids are on ventilators right now. <laughs> I don't know if you caught any of that today. Yeah, I got. Well, did you listen on Friday to any of the Supreme Court? I oh, yeah. got to listen to a little bit. I almost had to just turn it off because the attorney was doing a great job. And then a lot of people were interrupting him. And I it took every fiber of my being not to sit there and, you know, like send messages, you know, while listening to like, hey, guys, stop interrupting him. Um, <laughs> so um, I did turn it off a little bit because it got kind of frustrating. Um listening but it was a you know i i haven't heard any news yet though if they've come up with a um decision i don't know i don't think they're going to come with a decision for a little bit but i do think that it's very interesting with that sadimari what's her name the justice sadimari i i never can pronounce her name correctly (laughs) it's such a great it's the obama appointed one we know that but um she falsely claimed about the children in the ventilators, and then they went to the CDC, and they're like, no, it's like 3,500 kids in the uh, hospital, and not many of them are in the ventilators. It's like normally kids go in the hospital with broken legs, broken arms, and right now everybody's getting tested for COVID, whether or not you went there for it or not. And then if you get tested positive... It almost seems like the uh, hospitals kind of get a kickback on it in order to treat a patient nowadays. Well, exactly. I mean, even Dr. Fauci himself went out there and said it uh, that if you go in with a broken leg, you are tested for COVID, uh, you will still be uh, in the hospitalization numbers if you test positive for COVID, even though you're in there for a broken leg. So, you know, I, I, these inflated numbers are exactly what the Democrats and the left uh, go on on these cases and these hospitalization numbers, which are completely inflated. And um, it's it's just disgusting. The, the one thing that scares me about the numbers more than anything is that it's more of a fear tactic. It's like, Absolutely. It's like totally trying to get everybody scared. And it's like people keep asking me, and I'm one of those guys that I, I'm, an, I'm a no-vax guy. I'm a no-vax guy. If you want to get a vax, and I made sure my parents were elderly and they got vaccinated because they were, you know, prone, you know. So I was like, but I feel pretty healthy. I'm pretty fine. I don't need the vax. And it's so funny, like, how many people, like, are almost blaming, blaming the people that are unvaccinated about still spreading the virus when when you're vaccinated and you have a second a, a booster and a second booster that you can still spread it it's like yeah i understand the vaccine is going to help majority of the people or you know people in certain situations but let us make our own decisions let us you know and how about the um 
the anti the the, the um, therapeutics antibodies the therapeutics dr fauci yeah. dr fauci never talks about the therapeutics and he was the same guy that tried to uh, take care of the aids virus when the aids virus went rampant because he was still in charge then and he was all about uh, a vaccine for the aids virus and there's still no damn vaccine for the aids virus and it's like <laughs> therapeutics is what helped the aids virus um not continue or not 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 spread spread <laughs> yeah I, I just don't actually really trust dr fauci at all anyways um he <clears throat> yeah I, I early treatment is something that is so important i i never have ever heard in my entire life that we have you go to the doctor and you're sick and they say go home good luck and that has as what has happened with COVID-19 and, and you go to the doctor, they, uh, they say you have COVID-19 and they say, go home, good luck. And that's all you're given. And that is uh, very upsetting. Um, early treatment and at home care is something that is uh, widely needed and it is something that they have not done in the States. And if we would have done early treatment and, and in anybody's office, they um, completely said you weren't allowed to, you weren't allowed to have, you know, anything about um, ivermectin, anything about zinc, vitamin C, all of those kind of early treatments that you could have and take home, vitamin D, any of those kind of at-home early treatments to boost your immune system. And that was completely taken away from anybody um, in our um, in our media or anywhere in just your local doctor's office. And that's a travesty. The weird thing, sometimes when you even talk about that, ivermectin or anything like that people shut you down real quick and it's like yeah um, what did they say it was a horse horse uh uh warmer well it doesn't a lot of things like work for other you know i mean we're mammals we're mammals i mean i know we can't be biologically male and female anymore but we're still mammals. <laughs> so the thing is, what works for some mammals probably could work for a horse that's a mammal too. You just higher dose. But the thing is, people look at it like, yeah, that's for a horse or that's for this or that's for that. And it's like, well, no, if you do it in a different dose. <laughs> yeah, they even say like in some of those, like, um, like if you wanted to prep for like natural disasters and things like that, like things to have in like your home or whatever antibiotics that they have for fish, even in like your pet stores. They even say those are the same antibiotics that we humans take like penicillin and amoxicillin that is just at your pet store. It's just at a different dose. So, you know, (laughs) those are things that they say that you should have at your house just in case of an emergency. I mean, like if, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, like, I mean, the the most famous story of that is obviously Joe Rogan. But like, I mean, he's like, listen, he just got paid a hundred million dollars for his podcast. He goes, I can afford people medicine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, why? Right. He goes, he goes, I got this from a doctor for humans. It yeah. wasn't actually prescribed for a horse. I wasn't saying that, but you know what I mean? It's right, just like- right, right. No, I get it. But I get it. But there's so many people out there that think that like I, I post put something out on Gitter the other day that like CNN is still pushing that that lie but, in their in their annual or their year end review but, special. But from what I hear is that Joe Rogan took a certain sample he did he did his little deal dana dana 
White got the same thing, called Rogan. What did you do? And now they're coming out with a new version for us. And ivermectin is in it, but the pill probably is going to cost you a couple, two, three, four hundred dollars. Who knows how much it's going to cost? Because right. the overall price of ivermectin has helped millions and millions of people in India. For like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but the thing is, if you can't capitalize on a making money on a cure, then what good is it? And for, for from the pharmaceutical prospect, you know, what they're looking at. But the thing is, it's like if we if we can like we we've been civilized for a long enough time, we've had enough medication and the whole thing about medication and doctors. I had a brother in law that was an orthopedic surgeon and he was an MD practicing medicine. They practice medicine their whole life. They don't know truly exactly if what they're doing for every patient is the exact thing that they should do. They don't know. It's a hypothesis. They're trying to make the best decision for that patient as best they can. And and if the patient dies, the patient dies, or if the patient survives, you know. No, seriously. I mean, thankfully, my brother-in-law never had a patient die, but he had a lot of doctors that had to go through that, and, and ER and trauma doctors, and I mean... I lost my mom two months ago, but it's like, it, it's one of those things. It's like, uh, it's, it's just like you're practicing medicine. This whole life is a practice and you're just trying to get to the end and make everybody else around you better than when you met them. Like anybody that's come and contact me is a little bit better, you know? And I think that's what you're trying to do with, you know, I mean, you're trying to, lead a well, state yeah let's let's cannot. let's let's introduce her what what Am, we don't, amber will you please tell the audience why you are here on this podcast <laughs> yeah um well i'm amber richardson i um live in southern oregon and i am running for oregon state governor and i am here on or uh this podcast because i feel like washington oregon and california have been in this stronghold of corruption so we're here to talk about that totally. we're in the left belt we need to break free so yeah. you're running as a strong conservative correct yeah i mean we i mean i've, I've been born and raised here um small business and when i you know, we, we never had fires, you know, we, we just got, uh, blasted by fires this last, what is it? Like probably like six years. And then this last year, really, really hard. And that's not how it was when I grew up here. Um, that's been part of it. There's been a multitude of issues in our state. And then, in the last two years, especially. And we, we all know it's purposeful, especially when you live in these states. And I think it's really important for our youth to get involved as well, because, um, if we don't get youth involved, then it's just going to continue to have, um, people from other states to move in and continue the tyranny. Um, I really do feel that. I think what you said about purposeful, like the, uh, the wildfires, they could have been prevented. They could have been maintained where they could have been less 
Absolutely. We didn't, we had, um, the logging industry was so important. Those loggers were our first line of defense and they would clear the brush out. And we, our logging industry was amazing when I was a kid. I mean, I remember playing little league for timber products, you know? (laughs) So, so what you actually mean by purposeful is that like Um, certain people actually might not do cleaning in order to let something just go to hell. Well, I think that when I say purposeful, I do think that the government definitely does certain things purposely. Because if you think about like, um, okay, when you think uh, like Ron Wyden, for instance, and so just recently, like with the redistricting stuff, um, he went to the high schools to ask them, you know, what lakes and rivers do you want the federal government and the state government to protect? Well, what do you think the youth's going to say? Probably the lakes and rivers that they go and visit and hang out at, most likely. Sure. So, yeah. So that seems pretty purposeful. And then the more that you give the federal government to protect, the less they're going to take care of. Right? You're totally right. And guess what? And guess what? Stuff like that is some of the first things to be cut. You know, like in a... a, Trump pointed that out in California. Like, you remember those crazy wildfires that people were driving out of and things like that? Well, that stuff started happening up here, which was, it. that's, un, it's not the same, it's not normal for up here, like you're saying. I remember uh, that never happened except for maybe in eastern Washington where it's drier. And um, I'm, you guys got dry desert areas too that, like, catch wildfires. It was totally normal. Fire departments were prepared for that, but, like, when we're here in Tacoma, Washington, and we're, <laughs> we're we're having threatening fires from Bonnie Lake, what the fuck is that? Like, I right? mean, now Amber and I talked a little bit this morning, and I, I'm not trying to be like the wild conspiracy theory person, but up here it seemed to me that there was a lot of abnormal fires that were happening in the woods and it's called riots. Yeah, I, and uh, I know. That. It's I think it was boo, might boo. have been planned. I mean, I'm just saying there's a lot of well, fucking we smoke. We did have arson here. So the Alameda fire act absolutely was arson. So I mean, the guy was arrested and so we did have um arson that did start those fires. So we and in California that one of the biggest fires was started by arson. So, and she was arrested. So we do have that. So there is, and, and, and the, the saddest part is that she was an environmental activist. So like. my, my, my main, my main question with all this, like travesty that's going on all over through the nation, in my opinion, I think it's totally related to the low bail that is set for people that continually make bad decisions. They, it's like, mm, well, we have, it's a multifaceted thing. I I mean, we've got lots of mental health issues and then there's drug issues with that. And I mean, it's very multifaceted, right? mm -hmm. It's very touchy nowadays. You can't really talk about it too much. And, um, but it's something we're eventually going to have to address. Yeah, we should be able to talk about it too. Yeah, yeah but it, it you do understand though it's something that you can't talk about because if you talk about it on one side or the other, mm-hmm. you're going to be punished. I know what you're saying. No matter what you say, because right now is that they're trying to experiment, just like America 
has been an experiment since the first days it's been uh, imagined. And it's still an experiment. And we're still getting away with stuff because we still have the freedom of getting away with stupid shit. You know what I mean? It's like we really, we're the only country that can really just get away with stupid like stuff. Like Australia is locked down. You can't even take out your garbage out a certain time of night. I don't know and if it's know, changed lately. We are lately. a hot skip away from that happening here. And it is so scary to think that, you know, and, and the people f- are so blindsided right now. But the, but the weird thing is we still get to experience all the freedoms that we think we still have. When, right. when we really do not have any of those freedoms we used to have because of the Patriot Act. Well, yeah, from the, yeah, I mean, exactly. I th- there's a lot of things that are being infringed on all the time with these COVID lockdowns. Like, I mean, I, I, I have people that I know, like, that I were rock solid Republicans. Like, I mean, even, not, it doesn't even have to be a Republican. Like, I'm not vaxxed either, okay? But I do it because I have deep, deep, uh, a belief in our immune system and building it naturally. Um, yeah. I, I that's just my background from wrestling, from Brazilian jiu-jitsu, from you know all this stuff. I ran into these people and I learned these things that you know, like you know, it's not a you can't eat McDonald's every day, you know. So like, um, <clears throat> I, I I believe in our bodies, our natural immunity. I believe in the in in these other things uh, that have been on the market for. 50 plus years like ivermectin and things like that and we got proof in the pudding with like joe rogan i've trained with joe rogan that guy is as honest as they come you know so and why would they censor it i mean if if it was you know i mean why why censor it if you know that 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 says it all there too yeah i i, I think that um you know it's it, Why aren't they talking about natural immunity? Why you, you, won't you, you, you would think it? your state of all of the states is very hippy dippy, organic, <laughs> you know, close as close to the earth, Oregon. and all of a sudden they're like they're they're the first people to tell you to get a jab, something from a lab. Does that make sense? Where when did that change happen? That, well, it's with Kate Brown. I mean, she is she is with Pfizer. She gets money from Pfizer, and it's exactly why she also gets. She is a very corrupt. So let's expo- corrupt let's expose guy. her right now. Come on, Amber. <laughs> let's expose the competition. Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's what, not competition. Did you listen she's to Nick DiPaolo on this show? Because that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> she's term limited out. Um, my, I think the scariest thing with Kate Brown is that uh, she's trying to go to the federal government, and I think that is the worst idea that could ever happen. Because I don't think that she should manage a dollar store. So I, 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 I think more people and I should say that in all seriousness. Like, I, I think, I think mo- if you, if you do very terrible in your state, you should not be allowed to go to the federal government. Like that should be like, if you do poor in your state as a governor, you should not be allowed to advance. Like you can't pass go, you can't collect $200. Like that's a no. Right. Like, Agreed. Well, well the, <laughs> the thing, the thing is no matter what, you're you're hanging out with the same people you represent. You are there day in day out. It's like local politics should be local politics. If I can help out my community, I want to be able to help out my community. I don't want to wait for the government to bail me out. 
Exactly. And so also here, like with oh. schools, also with schools, I do not want, and that's one thing I want to bring up too, is that I don't have any kids, but if I did have kids, I think there should be a lot more of a, a lot more options. Absolutely. I agree with you. I mean, I think that one of the things that I think, why doesn't our like uh, government, like, especially why don't they have community service? Like, how come, like, for me to hold my license, I have to have so many CEUs every year in order to maintain my license. Kate Brown loves having boards for everything. Like, if you have a trade, you want to be a, a, a lawyer, you want to be a contractor, you want to be anything, you have to continuing education always in order to maintain your license. How come to be a governor or anybody in our state, you don't have to do community service? I'm like, don't you think that would be something, so many hours of community service to know your state, know your communities, know your counties. <laughs> I think, I think if something. community service was put into it, Hillary Clinton would have a lot of hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think she should not be allowed either. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying repentance. Like she hasn't been convicted of anything yet, but I mean, just right now she should just start washing windows and mowing lawns. Like just, yeah, just start just, doing it now because you're going to out of nowhere, gonna, show up at somebody's house and just start mowing lawns. Just start like, now. Hey, I was Hillary Clinton, you know, yeah, I'm just, I'm just pulling to, the weeds, just, just pulling just, the weeds. Just, just, just don't, 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 uh, don't mind me. Don't, uh, don't, what, what was that? Like you should have some t sort of community service in your, cause like Kate Brown has, like she will not come down to Southern Oregon. And now, I mean, I don't think that anybody would want her to, but you know, and that would be something I think would be important to do. You, you know, what we have up here is, uh, this guy called, uh, Queen Inslee. Oh, Have you awful. ever heard about Queen Inslee? Oh, I know. Oh, yes. You should go on my TikTok. Mm. Never mind. I have a hilarious video You're, with Inslee you in tick, it. You tick, he has a TikTok. Oh, please do tell. He has a TikTok. Good. Let's spread the news. Can't wait. To, What's your TikTok handle? Uh, Amber for Oregon. Amber for Oregon. The number four, right? Uh, it's actually on TikTok. It's F O R. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I made a video um, on TikTok with uh, Inslee and Newsom and Kate Brown and Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> oh, we're sharing that. Wait, do you like all of those people? I don't. She was trolling <laughs> them is what she's saying. Oh. No, I just made a video with a Todrick Hall song, and it's W-A-S, and it stands for something. I don't think I'm allowed to say on the air. Okay, okay. Just look for Amber's uh, TikTok ham handle if you have that. Hey, isn't that owned by the CCP? Are you being spied on, Amber? Oh, oh I'm TikTok banned is everywhere. Totally. I'm telling you, um, I for like shadow banning or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, I cannot tell you. I got, I get banned all the time, and. Um, probably because I'm more, probably the only governor um, that's running for Oregon that goes that protests everywhere um, and the peacefully protesting. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not about like anything of that looting stuff. But for all the medical freedom things, um, and even like I got called to go to Cottage Grove because they um, started a kids vaccine, um, like a, you know, like it was a shot place and it was for five and up and it was, uh, isolated in a Hispanic community and they were giving out free tamales. So 
they get a yeah, shot, get a tamale. Yeah, for a free tamale. So wow, I that was, wow. that's like yeah, they did they the had, they did the white kids with a free slice yeah. of pizza. Yeah, and they had BG don't tell your mom and um, face painting. And don't tell they your were mom. Using, don't, uh, don't tell uh, your parents. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. The flyers were insane, and so there was a group. It's called My Brother's Keepers, um, and it's just a you know a one. It's like a freedom kind of rally group that's very peaceful. They are kind of like a neighbor helping neighbor group. And they kind of called and said, Hey, you know, you should come. And so we went and everybody just kind of, you know, with their signs peacefully protested outside of this building and it, they shut it down and it was awesome because they didn't, um, get to uh, vaccinate five-year-olds. So that was good. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was just given a hot tip on somebody to follow about, uh, the whole vaccination of kids, uh, what was his name? Uh, Mike Adams from Texas. Uh, I'm not going to name drop right now, but <clears throat> Mike Adams sounds like a creeper. What's that? Uh, nothing. No. Oh. <laughs> he said Mike Adams something. Uh, listen, uh, we should not be vaccinating kids. Do you agree on that? Absolutely, I agree with that. There's no. I mean, I. We have been, I mean, in Southern Oregon, they, in Ashland, they have um, a group that goes out there and they're always holding signs. Like I say, it's all peaceful protesting, but it's really important to get out there with your groups and go out there and peacefully protest. There's Free Oregon. They're a really great group. If you can get in involved with any of these groups, do it. And the more people that can go out there and peacefully protest, the better. Amber? Free Oregon, Amber. Yes. Um, I'm getting to the conclusion in my own mind, and I don't know if I'm thinking about it correctly, but I think in my, my, my own mind is that, like, we're going to have to live with the coof like we do with the flu or the measles or the chicken pox. I, yeah. think, I think it's just going to eventually just, we're going to, we're going to get to a certain point where we're just like, oh, it's COVID, COVID uh, uh, 44. That's, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, well, that's what it does. I mean, that, that is what the flu does. It replicates it. They make strands. I mean, it, and it's a respiratory uh, virus. So um, respiratory viruses actually get, they weaken as they um, variants come out um, because the goal is of a respiratory viruses. It doesn't want to kill its host off. I mean, I don't know about you, but in anatomy, physiology, and it's pathology, trying to survive. It's trying it to, wants survive. to survive. If, yeah. it, if it kills its host off, then the virus itself dies mm -hmm. and it doesn't want to do that. So, but the thing um, is after it gets to a certain dominant stage, it just kind of goes in like kind of hibernation. It dormant, really does. Yeah. It really, I mean, that's what I think what most flus do because I'm not one that's been ever. I'm 45. Ever since I've been uh, 18, 17, 18, I stopped getting uh, shots. Period. Shots, flu shots, any shots. And like, if I get the common cold, it's like I'm down for 24 hours. But it's, I mean, it feels worse. It feels like my hangovers feel worse than. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
It's it's like yeah, I've it's never like, actually gotten a flu shot, so I don't know. Um, so you're kind of on my boat I, too. I, I don't you believe I have, have either. You yeah, right. You neither. I, I mean, I did get vaccinated when I was a kid, um, and then I, I, you know, hepatitis vaccines. I do have those because being a healthcare worker, you have to have those. But um, anything else? No. Um, I just don't like needles. And I have tattoos, so I mean. Oh, you, so you can just how many? I have a sleeve. Um, a and then sleeve? Oh, my nice. back. Nice. Yep. She's <laughs> basically saying she's not afraid of needles, but she's saying she's not sticking that shit no, in No, but body. that's painful, though. <laughs> I'm ta- okay. Really. A, buddy, a buddy of ours Can is I? a tattoo artist. We know about the pain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. So, um, I thought you guys were going to ask me some more other um what do you oh, want our to game? ask you? Do you want to get to the game? <laughs> well, finish your question. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to say, um, <clears throat> as far as the vaccine is concerned, uh, have you seen, like, what would be the your stance uh, on vaccines in your state? Just just to g- g- give us your general stance. We want to sell, yeah, we want to sell you here. So here's what I think we should do. One, I think it's your choice. If you want to get it, get it. Right. Um, I also think that we need to stop the conversation of did you get vaccinated or not? I don't know why on earth that people think that it's okay to ask people their personal health choices. I do not know. I mean, this has gotten so extreme where people think it's okay to just go up to a perfectly perfect stranger and be like, hey, have you been vaccinated? I'm like, never in my life has this ever happened. We need to stop the conversation. It has to stop. And I don't think that that it's okay. I really think we need to stop that conversation. I do love Ron DeSantis. I think that the way that he has handled the COVID um, pandemic, uh, pandemic, um, I think he has handled it so well. And I think that is a great way to mirror some of the, 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 the way that he has handled a lot of it. And I think that in, in our state, what it'll have to do, um, number one, is to take that emergency order off the plate day one um, and let people make their own health decisions and get early treatment available immediately and just start. And honestly, allow there are certain vitamins that you go to certain stores and it's not even available anymore. I, like I said, I think that there are things that are done purposely and it would be interesting to know. Well, so. Here's the thing. Uh, we will be going down to the uh, Trump rally, and he sent me this um, basically <laughs> a 20 questions on, like, what would you... Hey, it's confidential, by the way. If, if you're on the Trump Save America uh, uh, email list, you got this. So follow along with me. Amber, we already know which way you're going. I know. <laughs> I've heard the questions. <laughs> See, she's on the these, email list. He asked me these questions these other the other day, and I was just like, duh, for like half of them. I was like, duh. Yeah, of course I'm going to vote for that. Amber Richardson, what topics do you think President Trump should talk about at the Trump rally? Immigration, election integrity, Afghanistan, the coronavirus, the economy, rebuilding America, uh, taking care of our veterans, uh, national security, health care, protecting the Second Amendment, or all of the above? All of the above. Duh, right? Mm-hmm. Duh. All right. So we, we were going to mix this up. But we're going to let Diggler uh, answer one or two here. Uh, Diggler, do you approve of the job 
President Donald Trump did as our 45th president. Absolutely. He, he is an um, President that, Trump was an amazing president. Where did that asshole go? I've been waiting oh. for him. I'm, I'm so upset. I thought I voted for him, and I was That's pretty sure true. he should still be there. He just calls it how it is. I think, see, I think he should still be there. I mean, we wouldn't have to deal with all the shit we got now. I voted for him the first time. I voted for him the second time. And given the opportunity, I would vote for him a third time. Well, he might be the only president that wins three times in a row. I just heard that from Steve Bannon. That shit's fire. I'm just like, all right. Uh, did you vote for President Trump in the 2020 election? Yes, you just yes. you just obviously nailed that one. How would you rate the state of our nation right now? Terrible, horrible, very bad, or all of the above? Come on, man. If there was something worse than all of the above, that's how I would say it. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, man. Like, like I've tried really hard. Like, come on, man. I was, I was <laughs> some kid, like, rubbing up my hair on my leg at the pool. <laughs> Do you agree that President Trump must save America from Joe Biden and the kids in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> I think that we, um, I think we all need to come together and do that, though. You know what I mean? I think as a nation, we need to uh, fight against for our election integrity. And I think that voter ID is very important. And I think as states, we need to come together. And um, I think President Trump was so, it was so important for what he did because it was a big wake up call. And without Trump, then I don't think we would be, you know, I think we need to come together as a, a nation and it, without him, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to do that. So. I, th I think Amberler is totally right. Other than the fact that AOC is trying to drain the goddamn pool. <laughs> Like, Don't you want to date her, though? Oh, I am so sexually frustrated, <laughs> attracted not to her. I mean, it's like so weird. It's like, it's like I I want to punch my face All every you time I think. Libertarians and conservatives uh, and Republicans just want to date her. Oh, and her weird, boy, I'm so jealous of her yourself. boyfriend with those flippy flops. I mean, what is what is. Okay, I mean, seriously. So, so next question. This is a no dud. Uh, do you agree that President Trump was leading our country in the right direction? Yes. Do you agree that Joe Biden is leading our country in the wrong direction? Yes. Come on, man. Why do you believe, or who do you believe, is a better fit to leave our nation, President Trump or Joe Biden? I'd take him out back. President Trump. I'll take him out back. <laughs> okay, that's just part of the survey. These are like just super softball things. But anyways, listen, if you were to go down, <clears throat> you're not going to the rally, are you? No, but, you know, actually I did hear that President Trump's going to do a rally in Oregon. No so, way. Yes way. So I am going to, that's what I hear. Well, when? I don't know when. Where do you I get did. your information from, Amber? Spill your, spill your guts. <laughs> I get a lot, lot of, of jibber jabber over there. <laughs> a lot of sources. Well, like you know, what's you know what's great? I think it's what's really good to hear from our leaders, like to ed educate people on what to listen to, what to where to go do things, like how to get involved. You said free organ. Free organ. Uh, that's another. I mean, I think that. Free Oregon, there's Citizens Restoring Liberty, My Brother's Keepers. There's so many organizations out there that you can get involved with that will help you 
become a freedom fighter, stand up for your state. I think that's so important. And you can always listen to your guys's podcast. Yeah. Whose podcast you listen to? <laughs> I was going to just say, I blasted it everywhere. I found you guys on Gitter, and I've just been listening to it every single day now. So it's on my list. So I listen to your guys' podcast, Dan Bonagino, and I've got like a list of my podcasts that I listen to. So now you're on there. Right on. Yeah, we uh, we strive to be like... Dan Bongino, I, I think, is one of the best to do it right now. Like, he's a strong voice, and... Uh, you He's know, like former cop. I I want more. See, I, I want Secret Service, people. dude. No, well, no, but just a no bullshit guy. I'm tired of people that just like bullshit. I want a no bullshit guy. That guy is like on there and he just doesn't bullshit. He's just like, no, this is how it is. Well, that's why I like him because he talks about economics. Um, that's really important to me. That's why um, another reason why I like to, I'm wanting to run is because I am in youth. I've got a big youth tour coming up where I'm going to all the colleges. That's really important. 51% of the vote went to 18 and 29 year olds in the 2020 election nationwide. So a lot of the candidates in my state ignore the youth. And I don't think that, I think that's a, um, a bad decision. So I'm going out there and I think economically that's been a bad, uh, spot for our youth. But I think part of the reason why they're in a bad spot is because of the way they vote. Um, and so it's about going out there and it's kind of re-educating our youth in a positive way and not in a discouraging way. So you have a strong focus that's positive, not Yeah, negative. because I think buying a home and starting a small business is super important. That's the American dream. But if they keep voting the way they have, they'll never be able to have that. So It's kind of one of those things that never taught us back in school when we went to school. They never taught us how to buy a home, how to start a business, or how to even do a checking account. Well, when I went to school, they did. So, like, they did. I had personal finance. Yeah, and then I don't know when they cut that out. But how old I'm are you? Thirty-seven. I'll be thirty-seven actually. I'm on the forty-five. They right. cut me yeah. off. They totally cut. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "I'm not teaching you." But <laughs> no, yeah. Dangler's on the edge of like X and maybe y. I. Sk- I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe I think it also depends. Maybe you know what's. I'm not sure, but you know. Um, I guarantee. What? That's sad too. They there should be a distinct like one of the things that I keep hearing from the youth that come into my work because I work at a chiropractic office in Southern Oregon. I am a medical massage therapist mm-hmm. and I've been there for 11 years. I love my practice. I love what I do. Um, but a lot of the youth that come in, they tell me that they don't want to get started their own business or anything like that. They just want to get a high paying job and pay their taxes and get by. And I'm like, no, you need an asset. Like the government's always going to want more. Like, where did you hear that? (laughs) And so that's part of it too. So like, we've got to change that. (laughs) When I was in school, they taught me a whole lot differently. And what I hear from our youth too, is they're like terrified sometimes going into school because they have no idea what they want to do, but then they just kind of straight go into college and then some of them get a degree and they're in this huge amount of debt and that's not good either. So I really want the the whole pushing of like a trade school or something. I wish there was like a, you know, there was like a one year program that kind of was a trade, like two weeks of, of of a, trade like here two weeks of this trade and two weeks of this trade and two and it was like a year class or something like that that kind of was a this is what life would be like in this trade and this is how you know it was kind of like a life 
thing. I think that would be a great class to have. Like a ride along. The, yeah, the, I think trades would be a, a, it's a great way to go because it's only a year. It doesn't cost that much, but you can make really great money and it gets our nice, youth into the business class because we need more business and we need more youth into that working class. The nice the nice thing about trade school, whether it's trucking, plumbing, electrician, uh, uh, building, Saws, construction, any, whatever yeah. you want to do a two-year trade school, you can get somebody through a two-year trade school. And by the time they get out of that two-year trade school, let's say you just take care of two-year trade school, like government. Like if 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 people want to go to a two-year trade school, covered. If you want to go to a four-year uh, 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 college where you learn basket weaving and, uh, you know, all this other stuff, that's one thing. But it's like if you go to learn something in two years, specifically two years. That's a strong approach you know what to they... get something ap- approved for people to get at least maybe half of their... Here's here's a cool real-life I guarantee one. you most of those trade school cool... people would actually have apprenticeships in Washington in places. State. In Washington State, we got a, a community college program in Shoreline that uh, you can be a, a Tesla like it's, it's a technician engineer like in in, in six months dude it's like you probably make a hundred grand a year it's not fixing te- teslas it's not even tesla i've been talking to many of people that come through my shop that are owners of businesses and they're just like i cannot hire anybody i am looking right. for people that have, have these people skills, skills or 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 just have <laughs> these technical skills of plumbing or electrician and i don't have them anymore because we need, they, we need trade. We need trade. We need. We need a lot of our youth going into trade. We you need know. It. You know who's making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year is these kids that work. They, no, these kids that work at Amazon, and then you know what? Fact they, checkers. Listen, I, I worked at the Seattle Times for. <laughs> I, know, I worked at the Seattle Times for a year, and it's right next to the the, the brand new Amazon base in South Lake Union in, in Seattle. Yeah. It, you, these kids walk around with their heads down. You say hi to them. They they scurry away like a little they're, mouse. They're, like their I mean, faces in their like, phone. We need to teach people real social skills. And this COVID lockdown shit is not helping anybody. Mass psychosis. Well, the worst thing is is for the six and seven year olds, the five and six year olds, the kids, the ones that don't even know how to communicate with people, and they're trying to go through that certain er, important area in their life, and they do not get to do that. And the, we're going to see a and, massive amount of depression, su- anxiety, suicides. and yeah, and they're already seeing it. I mean, it is the suicide thing so is sad. amazing. What is it is so sad. Um, the amount of pain and suffering that is already happening, and you know, and and they, and they don't care. They don't care. They don't I, care at all. I wouldn't be surprised at the end of this if the suicide death rate is more surpassive than the kids that actually died from COVID. Because oh, it, they are yeah, the lowest amount. I mean, I mean, it's not like older, obese, eighty-year-old people that are dying. No, these we're talking about kids that you oh, will yeah. not allow into school, and you're basically treating them like pariah, like they. Yes, they, they have been put through the ringer. I mean, I, some of these college students, and these are some of the college students, and then you have your elementary you, from very young to 17 and 18 year olds and all the way in the middle. I mean, I, I, I say about even 
they're treated very poorly. And, and Kate Brown, she, she let out criminals and then we locked up our elderly and treated them bad too. I mean, it is insane what has happened. Insane. I never would have thought I would have seen this in my lifetime. Never. No, no. None, none of us have, you know, and I, I, I want people to get Kate Brown out. Uh, and I want Jay Inslee out of Washington. Mm-hmm. We need these people out. Honestly, Newsom Brown gone. Yeah, yes, all of all three of those. The West Coast. We can. I would love to see the entire West Coast flip red. You know that. I mean, we've all been red states at one point. Um, you know. I do think it's going to happen, though. I I really do. I have been going to Portland, some of the most liberal parts of the state, and I I actually uh, campaign a whole lot differently than a lot of my other competitors. Um, because I, I think of things like a voter because I've been a voter my whole life and I've never been a politician. And I just go and I actually just talk to people um, and I go to the parts of the state that are not conservative and talk to people. And guess what? Everybody is fed up. Right. If, if, it, it, if it comes down to law and order. And your pocketbook. What, I mean, I'm what, sorry. What, 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 what side are you kind of, are, are, because. How much are you paying for gas lately? That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, you go to Forest Grove, some of the, one of the most liberal parts, we were just there, and they're very upset. They've got crime in their neighborhoods. They, the people can't afford things they huh? used to. Uh, every aspect of all the critical issues that are on my list of things, they're upset. Am- Everyone's am- upset. Am- the thing, Amber, I got a question for you. Because I can't, yeah. I've been having a hard time figuring this out for a very long time. We talking about gas. How much extra am I paying to get that shit pumped by some guy in Oregon? <laughs> it is four uh, seventeen uh, gallon right now. Holy shit! Yeah. You gotta get a guy pumping your. You don't. You don't like pumping your Listen, gas in or, Oregon. Oregon and uh, New- you're not allowed to. In yes. Oregon? Yes. Oregon and New Jersey well, are the only he's not two allowed- states. You uh, cannot pump Bre- your own gas. Brett's not allowed in an Uber or up here neither. Uh, like in, like some feathers what, or something like that. Will you abolish that as governor? No. <laughs> You're um, only two of fifty states that do it. That's probably last on the totem pole. I like it. Even worry about. I like so, it. I think it's. I think honestly, it's. A, I think it's a style thing. Okay. Um, I like do. It's an Oregon thing. On the, because I think people right now it'd be that'd be eliminating jobs, right? And that'd be like true. The worst that thing would to suck. Do. But you know, so can I give? Can I? It's like the least of things to worry about. There are so many things. And Listen, you I got so much. You got jobs. so much more work to worry about than just that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at the end of this, what, 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 what's your main couple of main focus points you would like to think about for like? Tell, tell, tell us so what you'd want to tell anybody. Like number one on the list right now, um, we. Obviously, our election systems have been very fraudulent. I mean, I don't know if you guys have been. Uh, obviously, everybody was pretty upset with the 2020 election and uh, with the mail-in voting um, in the state of Oregon. We've been mail-in voting for a very long time. We were one of the first states. Um, and Judicial Watch on November 16th had to sue our state because we have not uh, cleaned up their voter rolls in a very long time. So if it takes Judicial Watch to have to sue our state in order for our counties to clean it up, I think that's pretty sad. And so a lot of our counties, um, Jackson County has a wonderful group um, here. They are working on 
doing canvassing. They have Seth Keschel. I don't know if you've heard that name at all in the media. Yep. Okay. Seth Keschel is amazing. He is such a great guy. I met him in Turner. We have a really amazing team working on getting um, an audit. So an audit is so important for Oregon. If we can get this audit. Yes. So we are talking serious stuff here in Oregon. Um, Jackson County has canvassing going. We're cleaning up the voter rolls. We want in-person voting uh, county by county. We are going to be serious about this. So election integrity is number one for me. Um, Seth Keschel is amazing. And if people don't understand what he's doing, this man has taken the time away from his family, away from everybody, and he's traveling state to state because he's an analytic guy. He's a numbers guy. And he has, he ran the numbers and he has come up with basically at a glance where he thinks the most fraud in your state is. I love and it. Where you, where you need to look at your love state. It. Yeah. And he is going around for free. He's not getting paid for this. And he's traveling around to all the 50 States just to say, hey, here is here's a spot in your county where I think you need to do a little research. You guys need to. And so Jackson County is huge on that. And we're working on it. So I think that is so important. And so that's why it's top on my list. So election integrity is number one for me. Um, um, go ahead. No, continue. <laughs> so um, and then the, the rest of the list is not super in order for me. Um but there are a few things that I, I feel like working on stuff before the election, like I said, is in, important because if you wait till election day, then what's the point? So that's why we're working on this stuff now. Um, so um, human trafficking is really important because it is a big issue in Oregon. Um, I'm sure it is in Washington, too, being on this I-5 corridor. So I have been working with One's Purpose. It's an amazing organization to stop human trafficking. And they, um, so I've been doing stuff with them, trying to raise money for that organization. And I love them. They are a great, uh, two gals that, um, have been personally affected by it. And I think that is a, um, if you haven't, you know, done any research on it, I think that, uh, look up onespurpose.com and they're an amazing organization. So that's one that's a big, um, issue that I don't think a lot of people realize is happening in our state. And so um, that is one that I'm working on as well right now, rather than waiting until election day. And then um, going down the list, let's see what else. Um, So that one I'm working on as of right now, election integrity, that and um, medical freedom. So those are the things I'm currently working on as of right now and with medical freedom, again, it's getting together with those groups and doing whether it's peaceful protesting, um, emailing all of our legislators, things like that, just getting involved as much as we can to stand up for our rights. Those are things that are ra- happening right now before the election day. And then obviously after, you know, forest management, crime, education, elderly, our gun rights. And that's one thing that's really important because our, our gun rights, our, our Second Amendment is definitely being infringed upon. There are some big bills and measures that are going to be on this next ballot that are going to be um, trying to take away our gun rights. And that cannot happen with especially if they like what you guys were talking about with some of these um, 
camps and things like that, we, we don't want to turn into Australia. Um, one of the things, too, that I wanted to bring up is I think it's very important. I want to have a full forensic audit on all the government-funded agencies because we can't keep dumping money into all of these agencies. So people want to talk about taxes. Thank you. Well, we can't truly talk about taxes and money if we keep dumping money into it. And uh, business can run as usual. I'm in business, so uh, we can take over governorship. You can do whatever, but we have got to do a you full forensic audit. Yeah, well, I over the summer I was so upset about the COVID money. Like, where's where's it going? All this, and I wrote emails, and yes. I want to know. I want to know, right? So you know what I got back? I got back a pie chart. You know what's amazing uh, about the? I told them. I said, if you think this is sufficient. I'm going to give you back my taxes and a pie chart. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear anything back. You know, right. amazing. You two know months some... later, I got back that they found $6 billion in accounting errors. You know, it's amazing about the uh, COVID relief for just the schools. They estimated oh. for every school in America, they were giving a million dollars. Oh, million dollars. Oh. Do your uh, do your do your uh, hyperventilating fucking safe space yeah. whatever you want to do whatever you got to do is put it in there. It doesn't. It doesn't no, surprise and, me. No, and and then <laughs> then we find out some of that money didn't actually go to the schools. Oh. I'll have to get you in touch with my uncle. He is a um, <clears throat> a high school teacher in the uh, the greater Portland area. He's undercover. We don't. He's wanna, undercover. He's the don't... only Republican within a hundred miles of where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that audit, though, I what I think. So, if you think about when, so in the state of Oregon, they talk about the, you know, the the roads and infrastructure and all this stuff. Well, in the state of Oregon, they already do a thirty three cent mileage tax on our truckers right in talent oregon they do a 40 cent mileage tax on our truckers that means that our government got 5.1 billion dollars just last year from our truckers for our roads and bridges from the truckers that are actually doing business on the roads rather than the people that are just commuting so where does that go why has why are they charging those guys these it's are the amazing. questions we need to ask this, our government. No, exactly. But I, and, and I do the think there's, a, there's... I'll tell always, you... What, every time I look on there, they're always like, hey, we're going to take $10 million from the general fund and we're going to use it towards this. Well, like, we're going to push it over there. We're going to push it over there. And the thing is that the main points of when you originally made a law or a... or a or a Whatever you call it. A policy it doesn't go to that anymore. It's like, it's like so much nowadays because we've been doing this American experiment for so many years. There's so much bullshit spending. It's like when you swim through it, it's like, you're just swimming. You're just trying to swim through. Like think about the MO for government budgets. No, it's like, it's like if we didn't spend it last year, we have to spend it this year. Nothing's directed to anything anymore. I mean, nothing's directed Physically, it's and and like you said, if you don't spend it, you lose it. Yep, you won't but, get the same next right. year. There's so many, there's so many companies that you know, or federal, federally funded or state funded that say, hey, if we don't use this in our budget, then we're going to lose it next yeah. year. So then they frivolously use it. We hear why, that all the time, and why, that is not. 
why isn't we'll there always a higher, we'll why always hire prevailing benefit? wage why isn't there a benefit like in a in a in a in a, in a, uh, in a uh, what what are we we're, we're a, a, we make money capitalistic capitalism. we're in a capitalistic society <laughs> the, the government should act like no, that too think about, but they think don't about <laughs> think about us like every we single decision we make is like a decision That's why on trump a was the greatest team. president of all on time. a football and team a a board of directors we are we're making a decision and if it doesn't make sense for the team why are we making the the deal why are we making the deal why are we and talking to why are you talking to china when China is has all of our microchips over there, and we can't get any of them over there, so Listen, all of our used cars are way more Amber expensive. Amber knows about China since Nike no, days in no. 1980. Uh, why don't we take a, You want to take a knee? You want to take a knee? Let's take a knee listen, and just be listen, like, I'm listen, sorry, China. Listen. I'm sorry, China. We're running out of time. we got to wrap this yes. up. Uh, so, uh, Amber, where can people find you? Uh, you can go to my website. It is voteoregonfirst4, like the number four, amber.com. That is my website. Uh, you can go on my social medias, which is Amber Richardson for Governor, and that is on Facebook. Um, there is Instagram. That's Amber for Governor. There's, They're all pretty much Amber for Governor um, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Gitter, on Twitter. I don't actually I do use Twitter anymore. Um so, yeah, as I say, go we'll, Amber. We'll retweet go it. Amber. We're we'll going Amber. It, but we don't We're use that shit anymore Amber. either. What do you call regittering it? We regitter it. I just post it. I just well, re- right re- now re- I go re-post. Amber. I don't know what it is. I, I just I, go I, Amber. I'm, I'm all for Gitter and not for Twitter. So. Yes, I love that. That's <laughs> Twitter sucks. That's the new campaign. Twitter for sucks. All for Gitter, not for Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we uh, fully endorse. Uh, Thank you, Amber. Amber Richardson for Oregon State Governor. One of three girls. What? You guys are awesome. This we didn't talk about. Really? The... What was that? We didn't talk about your whole like deal, but we talked about your political views, which was the well, main we, important we, we, point. Well, you know what's great is I can come back on. Um, the race awesome. is not over. And uh, May 17th is the primaries. And then if I make it to the primaries, November 8th. So I can always come back on. Your race totally show is amazing. And I'm going to be promoting it all over. Um, And guess what? I bet you other candidates are going to want to come on. And I think you should do that, too. I mean, any way to promote the show. And I think that's a good idea. I think let's we might co- only let's keep co- you. Let's co-brand and partner here. We love it. So with <laughs> that Brandon. said, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I did do a let's go, Brandon chant in, uh, inside Target. That was pretty good. Ah. <laughs> awesome. So. Let's make yeah. it go viral. So well, follow Amber uh, on all of her platforms. Follow it was us. a pleasure. Totally Corrupt is awesome. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate the time, and um, I look forward to coming back on. Yeah, we'll bring her back on. Uh, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep uh, pushing your message, and uh, anything that is a, a pro or anti-liberal agenda, we're with it. So uh, with that said, we uh, love y'all. We will catch you probably one more time before I head down to Arizona. But uh, remember about that contest. Uh, text the word Trump to 206-399-5063. You might be going with me, and uh, we'll have a good time. So with that Troubles. said, yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Peace. <laughs>
Have a good night. <laughs>